0: Snuff Production. Hello and welcome to Just The Gist, the podcast where I recap anything and everything by giving you just the gist of what you need to know. And with me, as always, is my co-host, Jacob Stanley.
1: Hello, good evening.
0: That was me trying to do it. How'd I go?
1: Nailed it. <laughs> Sultry. I didn't really. Dulcet. <laughs>
0: I love that we both met in drama school where we both had voice classes, and you ended up sounding like that. And I sound like this.
1: <laughs> Some of us did our homework.
0: I didn't. <laughs> okay. So I got to be honest. We're getting to the tail end, and we really are mourning the loss of our unlovable stunt cast because. Wednesday night was boring as F. And mm. Thursday night was slightly more interesting, but still not great. Because we're down to the people who are kind of serious. Mm. Like the craziest one left, to be honest, it, it kind of feels like Abby. So that's where we're at. Uh-huh.
1: Well. I will say
0: though, luckily, on the Wednesday, my mum was staying at my house, and it was the first time she'd ever watched it. And she said to me, Rosie. I want to be famous again. Can I come on the podcast? And I said, <laughs> and I said, Mom, have you even listened to it? And she goes, No. Why would I bloody want to listen to that?
1: And I was like, Well,
0: you need to listen to it to know what it is, and then you know if you even want to come on. And so then I think to try and prove to me that she's funny enough to come on, she was like giving all her funny commentary throughout the whole episode <laughs> of The Bachelor. Which started to really annoy me because, you know, it is actually a job for me and I have to take notes and, like, mm. I was getting the shits. Mm. But um, she did say some funny things, so I'll pepper those throughout.
1: <laughs> are you going to tell us when they're <laughs> stolen or are you just going <laughs> to claim them? Stolen from
0: Lisa. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I'll tell you. It's funny because she says it. It's the way she says it. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So Wednesday night, mm-hmm. universally considered the most boring episode so far. Wicked. Uh, We open on a giant present that has been delivered to the middle of the living room of the Polygamy Palace mm-hmm. and all the girls are like, Meh, ah, it's a <laughs> present! <laughs> and um, they open it and it's filled with your worst nightmare, baby stuff. Oh. Ta-da! This is the episode where they have to prove their womanhood by showing off their baby-related skills. Uh. And so all the baby stuff is kind of, I guess, what you would have for a baby shower. At least that's what stage five pubes dealer Emma says because she knows and Uh she's like, this is for a baby shower. We need to decorate. And so they all start (laughs) decorating the living room as if they're going to have a baby shower for someone expecting a baby, I guess. Uh We then cut to the batch pad and Astro Batchy is all like you know what? I'm getting really nervous. I don't know who to pick. I'm only the seventh bloke to do this. I mean, wink, more people <sighs> have walked on the moon. Oh. Get it? Because he's an astronaut banker. <laughs> in case you forgot. <laughs> um, so he's like, I've got to bring in the experts. And this is where they say bachelor royalty for the first of 287 times this episode. <laughs> they bring in Bachelor royalty. (laughs) And you don't know who these people are because you've never watched the show. Uh So we've got two past bachelors Uh and the girls that they chose. Uh And they've brought in these two particular couples, A, because they're still together. So Uh they're showing that it can occasionally be successful. Um, And B, both the girls are pregnant. So, like, (laughs) they're showing that, you know, It works occasionally, but also, like, this is expected of you if you win. (laughs) Like, immediate gestational carrier of reality, TV, offspring. (laughs) So, we've got... You look like you want to say something.
1: (laughs) Like, they're trying to defend their position by saying, the purpose of this show all along was to keep the human race thriving.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's all on you. Um... So, <laughs> we've got Sam uh-huh. and Snajana. Mm-hmm. Sam uh, was a personal trainer. I think he still is. Mm-hmm. And Snajana was the most normal, lovely person on their season. So, she won. Mm-hmm. They've, they're married and they already had a baby and she's pregnant with their second baby. Uh-huh. So, that's a super successful bachelor match. And the second couple is Maddie J, who keeps introducing himself as Maddie J, I think because he really wants a radio gig and that's his brand <laughs> <laughs> and also because Astro Bachi is called Matt, uh-huh. so he needs to be Maddie J in uh-huh. case we get confused. Uh-huh. So Maddie J is with his girl Laura and she's Prego as well. Uh-huh. Um, and so I've been calling them the superior women because they have done <laughs> what they're meant to do. They've proven their worth as women by winning what is the most important thing Mm -hmm. the approval of men Mm -hmm. and they have lain down and Mm -hmm. been inseminated and are now growing spawn Mm -hmm. so they are the superior women and this is what all our girls can hope for Mm -hmm. um and also i love on this show and i noticed on wednesday that you start getting called a woman only when you win so like On the show, you're always referred to the girls, Osha calls them ladies, (laughs) but then when you win, the bachelor says to you, you're the most amazing woman I've ever met. You're the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with, blah, 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 woman. So you graduate to being a woman if you win. Wow. I know. Mm. Just a little tidbit I noticed. (laughs) I look way too deeply (laughs) into this show. (laughs) So the superior women... It's their job to head over to the polygamy prison mm-hmm. so they can judge all the Despo girls mm-hmm. and um, decide who is the best one. And so they go over there with Osha, and Osha walks in where the girls have like decorated a baby shower, but really there's just like, a few nappies and some bottles and some like pastel streamers on the <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> like that's all they've done. <laughs> like they just picked up the present, tipped it upside down, and that was all they did. So Osha walks in and he he goes, "Okay, ladies. When I first met these two women, notice, see, mm-hmm. they were exactly like you." And then all the <laughs> girls just start going. <laughs> all squealing. they don't even know who's coming they start squealing and i swear to god when they walk in and they're both pregnant mm. stage five pube stealer emma her brain just <laughs> literally malfunctions she starts crying when she sees them she starts crying she's screaming she's saying she's so excited she's like looking at their like pregnant stomachs like um like you know when like bugs bunny is in love and his eyes <laughs> come out like she is like zoned in she can't Handle it. (laughs) And so, um, (laughs) Snashana and Laura, the superior women, tell all the girls that they know exactly how it feels to be where they are at Mm. this moment, which is true. They Mm. do. But then they also say, you'll honestly look back at this as the best thing you've ever done. And I thought, well, that is true for you because you won. Yes. (laughs) Like, I feel like all the rest of them are screwed. Yeah.
1: And if everything goes well, then it's going to be the best thing that ever happened to one of you.
0: Yes, right. For
1: the rest of you, there is humiliation that will chase you till the day (laughs) you die.
0: Yes, like literally to get Bachelor out of your Google searches, you'll have to do some (laughs) freaky porn or say something really (laughs) racist on Twitter. (laughs) Otherwise, this is attached to your name, top search result forever. (laughs) So that's some that's some real truth I'm dropping. <laughs> right there. up
1: there with Flume and eating ass at Burning Man. Yes. he's not getting past that. I know. I know something topical. If you know I about know. that, <laughs> the patina advocate came through. <laughs> you literally
0: never know anything that's happening in the news ever, and you come to me, and the one thing you know is that Flume <laughs> ate ass at Burning Man. You perf. <laughs> you.
1: There's something wrong with my life.
0: (sighs) Anyway. Mm. So one of the girls is going to come out of this really great. Mm -hmm. The rest, not so much. Mm -hmm. Now, Osha tells the superior women that they have to pick one of the ladies to come back with them to the batch pad to have like a triple date dinner. Uh So she will be Astro Batchy's date and they will be with their husbands and they'll all sit around and talk about how the rest of the girls are going to only end up on Google if they do freaky porn. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> you with me. <laughs> <laughs> so. Basically now they just go through and have a private chat with each of the girls and um they're both actually really cool and smart and astute and I think because they're not competing on the show they don't give an F so they're mm-hmm. just saying what they think about each of the girls. So first they talk to Chinese tourism robot who literally talks about China, obviously, uh-huh. and then she says that she's um developing a new educational tool to teach young children Chinese and then she reaches out without asking... <gasps> puts a hand on each of their bellies and goes, I hope you'll consider Chinese for your little ones. (laughs) 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 And Shara and Laura look at each other like kind of confused and also horrified (laughs) and like baffled, which I think kind of sums up Chinese tourism robot. And she keeps her hands there for like too awkward a long time. And so then (laughs) that's her moment. Um, Then country girl Ellie sits down with them and she's like, oh, I'm bloody starstruck and driving the Tarago. And And she's so lovely and genuine. It's just nice and they like her. Um, Chelsea, who's, you know, wastewater management scientist with abs, She's just nice and kind of bland and tells them that she likes him, but she hasn't felt like she's had a chance to tell him. And they were like, Tell him, tell him everything. He'll think you're not interested. Humiliate yourself. Do it. So then she's like, F- <laughs> F- I've got to tell him. Um, then Abby goes in and she, you know, has that kind of crazy twitch in her eye. She starts saying that she hadn't considered marriage and kids before, but now that uh, it's with him, she's really flexible because she'll do anything for him because she really wants to win, 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 win. And they kind of say to the camera afterwards that they think she's just saying what they want to hear and that it seems like she's more concentrated on just winning a contest and he's not a prize. And Abby's like... Yes, he is. He's my prize. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, um, I mean, here's the thing with Abby, and this is what we've been saying the whole time. Mm. She wants to win because it's a competition. Like winning is the same as getting the guy. Mm -hmm. So what's wrong with that? Mm -hmm. Like what's wrong with, and, and I think you can get caught up in it. And you know what I kept thinking about when I was watching it? Do you remember, and you're going to hate that I'm telling people this. (laughs) um, Back when we were at drama school and Mm. we did that, um, we were in the musical Grease. Yeah. You were Teen Angel and I was Jan, obviously, Uh the two best characters. Uh And a bunch of the girls had a big crush on the music director and I got really caught up in it. Do you remember? And I had a big crush on him too. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like him a yeah. huge amount but i just really <laughs> wanted to win and then at the after party after our last performance we made out all night and had a good old pash and after that i was just like eh, i had won yeah and i i was remembering this story and you know what the bad thing is i can't even remember his name <laughs> but for like three months i was intent on winning that dude <laughs> i get it getting caught up you know yeah. like one ear, but I will say that at the end of it, I didn't care about him anymore because I had won. Mm-hmm. So perhaps that is the direction Abby is headed. I'm not sure.
1: You can relate, yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they talk to Persian Princess Sigand and no surprises here. She sits down, immediately starts bitching about Abby or she bitches about his Abby the whole mm. time and they think that she's just caught up in the competition and she's an idiot, which is true. Um <laughs> Stage five poo dealer Emma, sits down with him. She's like, I'm so invested in this. I'm so <laughs> in this. Oh, my God. This is how I know it's real. He did the sweetest thing. He got me this present where he got <laughs> this piece of wood and she starts going on and on and on about the piece of wood and the present, which yeah. the producers knew yeah. she would. Yeah. She's taken it like... He chopped down that tree, (laughs) got that wood himself, (laughs) carved it himself, gave it to her. And so she's going on and on and on. Mm. And then when she leaves, Laura and Snajana are like, I'm pretty sure she's just really in love with the idea of being in love and, like, she would literally fall in love with anything that has a pain that walks in front of her at this stage. Um, And then they talk to Eleanor, who, um, you know, subtly bitchy Eleanor, oyster inseminating, who hasn't quite done a lot yet. Mm -hmm. Um, She kind of plays it cool and she's just like, well, look, I've only had one date with him, Mm -hmm. so I can't really say, like... I could like him. Mm. I'm not sure. Mm. And they, like, twist like that she's honest and she's not saying what they want to hear and blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Um, then we cut back to the guys at the batch pad mm-hmm. because they stayed to, like, give Astro Batchy advice about how hard it is to date 25 Vag Gardens. <sighs> <at home>. and, <laughs> and so they're standing around and they're talking about their feelings, but, like, you know, It needs to also look manly and not, like, totes gay. So while they're talking about their feelings, they're throwing around a football (laughs) in the backyard because, like, heaven forbid, guys just sit around and talk about emotions, Uh like, hashtag no homo. (laughs) So they chuck around this ball and talk about feelings Mm. and then they go into the kitchen to cook dinner, Mm. but, like, they don't cook. They just stand around the kitchen bench like talking Mm. and they don't need a footy here because they're not talking about feelings in the kitchen. In the kitchen they're talking about how many girls he's patched. So (laughs) you don't need (laughs) the no homo football Uh to prove anything isn't fishy. (laughs) 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 Then we cut back to the polygamy prison. The superior women choose Eleanor and they say she seems cool and she's only had one date with him so they want to give her this chance to mm-hmm. spend some time with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the girls squeal and are really overzealous and they're like, ah! So happy
1: for you! Go and get a pretty dress on! But they're like,
0: all really demo. Um, so then they go back to the batch pad, um, and the six of them have dinner together. And the dinner is basically just like babies. Did we mention babies? There are babies. You must be ready for babies. Are you ready to enter a marriage contract and have? Babies, are you ready now? We'll insert you with astronaut jizz immediately. <laughs> and she's just kind of sitting there, like, what is happening? Because she's kind of cool and laid back and, you know, doesn't really give an F about the whole yeah. thing. And, um, And so she's just overwhelmed. And then they cut back to the polygamy prison where the girls are all eating out of their Magnum ice cream tubs (laughs) and talking about how Eleanor is wrong for him and how she's told them that she's never been in love and she's never been rejected by a man. And I'm like, that's totally true because she is pretty much like the hottest of all of them. And she's really cool. And she does have that kind of confidence kind of like that Abby has that I don't understand. Mm. Like, Whatever the opposite of a cheeser is, that is what (laughs) Eleanor is. Uh Like never dumped, Mm -hmm. always the dumper. Mm -hmm. And so then back at the dinner, all of the like batchies and their pregnant superior women Mm. basically end the night by saying to Eleanor, you have to open up. You have to tell him how you feel. You Mm. must. And then they leave and she's like, oh, shit, I suppose I better do that. (laughs) Um, And that's the end of that. Um, and then we cut to stage five pube stealer Emma has a single date because if she didn't have one soon, I think she was going to, you know, <laughs> actually steal some pubes. Um and it really does feel like from the start of the day that it's not a date. Like, this whole date is just a a giant table of cheese. Like, this is a -er (laughs) cheeser date. Like, so (laughs) they go to this chocolate school Mm. where this woman um, teaches them how to temper chocolate. So, you know, you melt chocolate and you pour it on the bench and then you let it cool to a certain amount. This just a thing with chocolate. I can see your face and you're not getting it. A thing with chocolate.
1: Sounds great. And I can't um, believe you thought this was boring.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so this is where <sighs> Mama Lisa came in.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and basically the date is just them with this <laughs> melted chocolate and they're putting it on each other's faces and laughing and she's, you know, pashing him and that's it. So I'll just read to you what Mum I wrote. I stopped watching the show and just started writing down what my mum said. <laughs> oh, look at her hanging off him. Ew. Oh, for. F- sake, tempering chocolate. Oh, isn't that the epitome of sexy? Tempering bloody chocolate. Give me a bloody break, Rosanna. Oh, he is sexy though. Look at him. Also, he's smart and he has muscles. That's quite a find, isn't it? You know what? I feel really sorry for him, Rosanna. He's got all these crazy women hanging all over him. Look at this one. She won't keep her tongue out of his mouth. He's like a circus monkey. God almighty, thank God I've never watched it. Ew, look at this. Oh, she's licking it off his fingers now. Oh, you don't know where they've been. Oh, disgusting. Oh, turn it up. Oh, for God's sake, Rosanna, look at this. Oh, he looks like he's embarrassed by her behaviour. He looks embarrassed. Embarrassed, <laughs> poor bugger. Oh my god, bloody shocking tempering chocolate for god's sake. <laughs> so that was mum. <laughs> and then, and then she goes, Thank god I've never watched this. And I said, What? Oh. Not even when I was writing about it. And she goes, No, and I never bloody read what you wrote either. I don't want to be involved in this crap. <laughs> I was like, Thanks, Mum. <laughs> uh. And then, and then <laughs> they go to a magic sex couch under a really big tree and she's just like, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. He's the most wonderful man. I'm so invested in this. I love this and I'm falling in love with you and I'm at an age where I want to get married and blah, 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 blah. And then they pash for a bit and then he gives her a rose and then that's that. And then I said, Mum, so what did you think of that? And she went nice tree. <laughs> and that was that.
1: <laughs> oh, Lisa, never change. I know. I know you never will. And then and she I'm went so outside
0: grateful.
1: for a sig. <laughs> oh, she's back on the darts.
0: She's back on the darts, Mama Lise. <laughs> Um Okay. Then we're at the cocktail party. Uh-huh. Oshie comes in and he has a very long explanation because all of the unlovable stunt cast are gone. We're desperate to manufacture some drama and to mm. fill in some time. <laughs> so, Astro Bachi has turned the tables to see which one of the girls will be in, take the initiative to approach him. Um. And so, he's left two mini date cards in the middle of all the girls. So they basically have to pounce on them and fight to the death. (laughs) So this isn't different to any other cocktail party because normally the girls do approach him and say, can I talk to you for five Mm. minutes? And they get some alone time. Mm. But this time what they've done is said, you can only have alone time with him if you get one of these two date cards and we're going to leave it to you to decide who can have them. And Osha like dangles them over the circle, drops them in and then runs away. (laughs) And and so Persian Princess Sagand, who like she only had that one date with him way back at the start and then lost her dignity being the Shakira belly dancer last week. Oh, yeah. she, (laughs) She... Reaches down and takes the date card and everyone's like, yes, for your dignity, yes, you may have it. (laughs) Um, So Sagan gets one. And then there's the other one. And Abby basically, (laughs) like, just gets this look in, like, you know... (laughs) You know the photo, the mugshot of that astronaut who wore a diaper and drove like 20 hours to catch her husband who was cheating on her with another woman? (gasps) Abby's face looks like that astronaut's face. (laughs) So Abby looks crazed. (laughs) She wants that date card so bad, but sweet country girl Ellie is like Mm. I also want the date card and Abby's like but I want it and Ellie's like I have some things to say and Abby's like I also have things to say (laughs) like it's very intense and so they're kind of fighting back and forth Mm. about who should get the date card and this is a bit rich coming from Abby but in a talking head she's like it's a bit selfish I'm really surprised at her to be honest (laughs) 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 which I love (laughs) um Because, you know, basically this whole time, Abby's just been, like, outwit, outplay, outlast. Like, to her, it's Uh Savatula.
1: And
0: um, so she basically starts making a beeline for the date card. Like, she's just, like, pushing people over, shoving their faces in the mud. And Ellie sees (laughs) her going for it. So Ellie reaches down and takes it. And Ellie's like, I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to take the date card. Mm. And so then Abby sits down with her and she's like, Ellie, I need this date card. (sighs) And she's like, I'm not taking no for an answer. And to be fair, she's like, Ellie, you've had two dates and I haven't. And Mm. so, like, I really need this time with him. And Ellie's like, but I also really need this time with him. And Abby's like... I have something really important to tell him, the importance of which you do not even understand. It is so important. I have this important thing (laughs) that I simply must tell him right now. And Ellie, who's a total pushover, is like, wow, it sounds like you really need it. Okay. Mm. And so she gives her the date card. Idiot. (sighs) And Abby goes, are you sure? And grabs it. And and this is why I love Channel 10 trying to make her the villain. As mm. Abby grabs the date card that Ellie gives to her, mm. Channel 10 has the sound effect of a snake sizzling.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: because Abby's a snake, says Channel 10. So anyway, <laughs> then <laughs> Sagan and Abby are standing there and all the girls are like, oh, my God, Sagan, no doubt about it. You really deserve this time with him. And then they go, and Abby... And they just all look at her. And she goes, yeah, I got it. (laughs) 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 I love her so much. She doesn't give an F. So then Persian Princess again and Stage 5 Pube Stealer start telling Ellie that she's an effing idiot and Mm. she effed up and she shouldn't have given her date card to Abby Mm. and basically start saying, like, Abby is responsible for world hunger and all terminal childhood diseases and she's Mm. the worst person ever and Ellie is Devo and is now basically acting like Abby punched her in the face and stole the card from her. But it's like, mm, you gave it to her, though. <laughs> um, Astrobachi comes over to get Sigand to take her on their mini date. Uh-huh. Um, and, they, and as he comes over, Ellie's sitting there and she's crying because mm-hmm. she can't believe how she screwed up. And when Matt comes over to get Sagan, Ellie turns her face so he can't see her tears and she quickly wipes them. And Astro Bat, she's like, oh, is everything okay? It seems kind of tense over here. Mm. And everyone's just like, yep. And Ellie's like, yep, everything's fine. And I was like, you idiot, um. outwit, outplay, outlaugh. <laughs> if you were Abby, Abby would have burst into tears and said, yeah. no, everything's not okay. And she would have got <laughs> the time whether she had the freaking card or not because this is Savatula. Uh-huh. But Ellie just isn't that smart a player. Uh. So... She better find an immunity idol because she's not going to laugh. <laughs> so he takes again over to a magic, awkward sex couch mm. and she's like, I know we've had only one date, but I really like you. And you know she's done for when he goes, that's a really lovely sentiment. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> Cheese.
0: Cheese. Um, and then he goes, oh, well, you know, why haven't you said anything until now? Like we had that one date back then and I haven't heard from you again. And, I mean, the obvious answer is because I've been plotting the downfall of Abby and trying to save the world from, you know, almost certain destruction at her Mm. hands. And she (laughs) just goes, um, you know, um, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And that's the end of their date. So she really took advantage of that one last chance. Mm Mm-hmm i uh, starting to doubt she's a chemical engineer, but that's just me. <laughs> um, then Abby goes off on her date with him and she told Ellie, you know, mm. I have this really important thing to say to him. It's really important. You don't understand. I wouldn't ask you to give me the date card, Ellie, unless I had the most important thing to talk with him about. It's mm. so important. I must. It's important. I have to. <laughs> and then they go over and they sit on the couch mm. and i think she makes him a cheeser they sit down and they're like hey hey good to see you oh my gosh you too and then she turns and she goes oh my gosh it's a new cheese platter she goes look there's raspberries on the cheese platter and he goes oh do you want to eat one and she's like yes and she gets really excited and so she reaches down and she's eating the raspberries. She's like, I can't believe there's fresh raspberries on the cheese platter. And she's so excited. She won't stop going on about it. And I mean, I'm sure they talked about more than that. Mm. But the editors just want to make it look like <laughs> she insinuated she had the most important thing in the world to say. And then all she did was go on about the raspberries. Um And so that's all they show of their date is her talking about the raspberries. (laughs) And I was so confused. I was like, is she a cheeser or is he? Uh Like, I think it's getting to a Rosie with that guy whose name I can't remember situation where Uh she wants to win and then she's going to cheese him. Uh huh. Anyway. (laughs) So
1: look out, Astro Bacci. Exactly.
0: So, of course, while she's gone, the girls are all bitching about her and subtly bitchy Helena slides out from behind that bitchy pot plant like she always (laughs) does and she's like, hello. Um, And she's like, I hate to say it, guys, but I think Abby's coming back with a rose. And then Sagan says, as if this makes Abby more evil than anyone in the entire universe. She goes... (laughs) She's just so good at articulating her words. (laughs) (laughs) Like, bitch, (laughs) how dare
1: she? Rubbing it in everyone's faces.
0: And then Ellie is like, guys, look, I know I effed up, but, like, she just talked about how important it was that she had to talk to him. Like, she had something really important to tell him and, like, like, I just hope she's taken advantage of the opportunity I gave her because I only gave her the car because she said it was so important. And then Abby strolls in and she's like, sup, guys, we talked about how there was raspberries on the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and all the girls are like, what? <laughs> like, Abby just... <sighs> i've said it before and i'll say it again does herself no favors but she is clearly joking she goes oh guys look they go how was it and she goes i got a fresh raspberry and that's all that matters isn't it and all the girls just look at her like how effing dare you and so ellie is like i cannot believe i gave her my card and then all she did was talk about raspberries and so Sagand is basically like, I'm going. It's gotta be me. Like, I I, I think I'm going. Mm. Astrobachi comes out, gives Abby a rose, because he had to choose between those two who uh-huh. got a rose. And so Sagand kind of just looks like a beaten-down soldier. Like mm. they've been, they've had some battles, but she's now losing the war mm-hmm. big time. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> my mum chimes in <laughs> here <Yes. laughs> with what she genuinely thought was just like new and fresh critique that no one had thought of she goes you know what they're doing rosanna and I said, what, Mum? She goes, I figured this show out. They're creating this drama.
1: She goes, they
0: want us to think this Abby girl is the villain and they want us to feel sorry for that other little blonde and listen to what they're doing with the music and everything. They're manufacturing this, Rosanna. You know what? You should write your jokes about that. <laughs> Thanks, Mum.
1: Oh, what a concept.
0: Noted. Noted. <laughs> (laughs) I'll think about it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, Sagan is pretty sure she's going. They do the rose ceremony. Lo and behold, Sagan gets booted. All the girls surround her in a group hug that they just completely leave Abby out of to the point where she has to walk around the circle until she (laughs) finds a gap, and then she kind of just reaches her hand in through the gap and, like, rests it on Sagan's shoulder (laughs) to be part of the group arc. (laughs) But it's like Sagan's in the middle, there's a circle around her, and then Abby's just the floater (laughs) on the outside. (laughs) So... That's the end, RIP, Fallen Soldier, Persian Princess, Sagan, mm-hmm. Shakira. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that ep. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you reckon? Thank God for Mama Lisa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to some more of her witticisms and well, observations. Well, that
0: was it because the next one was on Thursday night and I don't let her stay over for more than one night at a time. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so That's she can be we the got. Wednesday special going forward.
0: Well... Don't give her any ideas.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So Um, they really want everyone to think that Abby is a villain.
0: Yes, Uh yes. uh They are pushing it hard, which makes me think, like, for a second I was like, she could win, but no. There is no way they're giving the winner this kind of villain's edit. Like, Uh it's just too much now. If she won, people would hate it. Uh But I still like her. I still don't buy it. Mm-hmm. I still don't see it. I still think that she's just trying to win mm-hmm. and like if you have a crush on someone that other girls have a crush on why do you care about them getting yep. like you you just to mm-hmm. me it makes sense. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I reckon this actually worked out very well in Ellie's favour because now she is the oh. ep- Epitome you, of selflessness, which is obviously yeah, you the most seen important Twitter. virtue a woman can possibly have based on the selfless five activity that they did a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what happened on Twitter?
0: Oh, they all just went crazy for Ellie and mm-hmm. like nuts over how much they hated Abby. Although all the cool, funny women that I actually like have all been saying that they think Abby's cool and just assertive and mm-hmm. confident and independent and they don't have a problem with that. And all the other girls are whiny... <laughs> The (laughs) arches. Look, anyway, I'm just saying what I've read. (laughs) Um, so I mean Ellie, yeah, she does come across very selfless and lovely, but Mm. then, oh, Thursday night's episode, things change. So we launch straight into a date with subtly bitchy Eleanor, who always slides out from behind a pot plant when bitchy (laughs) conversations are going on. Um, And he basically says that he doesn't understand why Bachelor royalty picked her to come to dinner. And so he wants to um, talk to her and spend time with her to understand what they saw in her Mm. and um clearly the budget's running low and things are getting desperate because they spend literally the first five minutes talking about the car he pulls up in Mm. and it's not even subtle because he does he does promo ads like you and i do promo ads like he basically (laughs) says to eleanor hey eleanor check out my Hyundai Kona Electric. And she's like, wow, look at all the features. And he's like, yeah, you can see how your batteries charge and you can see your levels of CO2 in the air and this is where it <laughs> drives and this is where it does your taxes and this is where it takes your makeup off before bed. And she's like, wow. Um, and they, yeah, they've, they've just like... Given up on all sense of subtlety now with Uh the sponsorship. (laughs) (laughs) So he drives her to the middle of a field Mm. and there's a 10-year timeline set up that starts at the moment they met on the red carpet and goes 10 years into the future. Mm. And the concept of the date is they have to go through this timeline and put in where they want to be Meet certain milestones in their relationship. Uh-huh. So the first one is like you know like where along this timeline will we get married, and mm. when will you know you become a gestational carrier, <laughs> and, and like when will we travel, and when will and when will you move to Melbourne because clearly you'll be moving to Melbourne uh-huh. because I there's no question that I will come to you, mm. um, and she I think quite fairly freaks out. Mm. Like I mean I think it's true that she's so confident and so phenomenally hot that she's never had to put in any effort mm. or prove anything to any man before. Mm. And here she's got this guy saying, when will you marry me? Mm. When can I put my jizz in you? When will you have my baby? When will you move to Melbourne to be with me? And she just starts going, Uh, uh and she freaks out and she actually walks off starts crying, goes over to a producer and she's like, this is like, it's very unreal-esque. They've got like her private conversation with a producer mm. and she's like, it's just too much pressure. Like, I, why am I getting asked all this stuff? Like, yeah. I don't like it. I, how am I supposed to know when I want to do these things? Which is like, hmm, that seems reasonable yeah. and normal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, it would be odd. my worst nightmare.
0: Yeah, and so normally when a girl freaks out and is unwilling to commit to those things at this stage in the competition, she's a goner. Uh But the thing with Eleanor is she's super hot. (laughs) So he's like, you know what, if this was too much for you, I've got an idea for what we can do instead. Mm. Let's take a bath together. (laughs) (laughs) So so (laughs) they go off to this field where Mm. there's a bath just plonked on a platform and there's a giant moon behind them that's Mm. really huge because, you know, he's an astronaut banker. And so she's in her bikini and he's in his little tighty whiteys and they sit in the bath and they make out. And so that he doesn't look like a total pushover for her hot bod, he's like, well, you know, can you at least, like, tell me that you like me? And she's like, well, yeah, I mean, I like you. I've just never had my heart broken before. So, you know, she basically says, I don't want to look like an idiot. Mm. Like, I don't think for someone who's never been dumped, she basically just doesn't want to admit that she likes him in case she gets dumped on national TV. Uh So I'm like, you know, I can't say I relate, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. like I do get the concept of, and I've said this before, when I have a crush on someone, I completely just neg them, don't talk to them, like run away from them. The equivalent of a kindergartner smacking them in the head because I, as soon as you admit you like them, Mm -hmm. you're like... Vulnerable. Yeah, vulnerable to Mm -hmm. get like embarrassed yep. um and so he's like i totally get it that's all i needed to hear you know you f***ed up this date more than anyone has f***ed up any date but you look super hot in this bath i'm into <laughs> it let's pass she gives her a rose um back at the polygamy prison ellie is still really pissed off mm. that she gave abby her date card and then abby didn't act grateful enough because she only talked about the raspberries <laughs> <laughs> and Ellie's sitting there with stage five pubes dealer Emma, and Ellie's like, "She took that card from me. She took it, which isn't exactly what happened, but that's fine." She and Emma goes, it. "Emma goes, I know. I'm so angry. She's not here for the right reasons. In oh. her, I've been to Europe once, and this is my accent now." And Ellie goes, "She's really not. She's not genuine. And you know what?" I'm going to tell him. Next time I see him, I'm going to tell him. So Ellie's gone full on Kill Bill Sagan. Like she's just (laughs) caught up on Abby now, wants revenge, is going to get in there and is going to tell him. Mm. Um, We cut to a group date. And because, once again, the budget's running low, Mm. the group date is just at an art studio where they're going to do self-portraits. And then someone on the production team was like, That's going to make Rosie want to die. We need to make this more entertaining. (laughs) So they chucked a drag queen in. (laughs) We've got a drag queen called Art Simone and she pops out and she tells them all that not only are they doing self-portraits but they're doing portraits as drag queens because your inner drag queen says a lot about who you are. And so, obviously, Abby just kicks everyone out of the way so she can run over and sit her easel next to Batchy, uh-huh. which annoys the shit out of, of out of everyone. But that mm-hmm. is the point of the game. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm getting so annoyed with them all for getting annoyed with her still. This is the game. Mm-hmm. Like, and they literally spend the whole group date bitching and moaning and complaining about how she's over sitting next to Astro she flirting and having fun, mm-hmm. and you know what she's doing the whole time? Flirting and having fun. <laughs> like, I don't understand them. I, it, yeah. I don't get what... And Channel 10 expects us to think she's the villain for just not caring about bitching and just caring about going over and talking to the guy she likes.
1: It's tall poppy syndrome.
0: That's what I think. Mm. So just to prove how lacking in drama this episode is. <laughs> Chelsea, the wastewater management scientist with abs, mm. she starts getting really upset because she's got a science brain and she's not good at art. She's not a good drawer. <laughs> and they start playing, like, the disaster movie music that they usually <laughs> say for their most high-pressure, drama-filled fights, mm. except... In this instance, they're playing it and they're just flashing between Chelsea looking really sad while she tries to paint and her canvas, which looks like the first time a second grader has tried to draw a person. <laughs> and so they're just flipping between these two images, getting closer on her face. because She gets tearier and tearier. She can't mix the right colour for skin, so it just looks brown <laughs> and yellow. And then um, um, Art Simone realizes that she's getting upset so just as the dramatic music hits its crescendo, she comes over and she's like, What's up, doll? You know, she's like (laughs) the best drag queen ever. And Chelsea's like, I'm just not a good drawer, And She's like, come with me, doll. And so she takes her backstage and gives her, like, the classic drag queen movie pep talk. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's all godmother. about... Yeah. Yes, the fairy godmother. That's what I'm here for. It's all about, like, what's on the inside. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and, but she's great at it. Like, she, they're paying her to do this, and she's mm-hmm. bloody taking her cash and doing exactly what's asked of her. Mm-hmm. Chelsea's crying. Um... Because she's talking about how her last boyfriend treated her badly. So now she has bad self worth, plus she's not a good drawer. And Art Simone's like, you know what? You're amazing and blah, blah, blah. Drag queen solve everything, fairy godmother. <laughs> and Chelsea feels better. Mm-hmm. So they come out, and Art Simone basically carries this whole scene on her sequin shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like we go through each girl revealing her self portrait. And talking about the important feelings behind it. And the only thing that makes it interesting is that Art Simone cracks hilarious jokes and it's funny. <laughs> um, and then um, Ellie is bitching about Abby's self portrait, and Abby is bitching about Ellie's self portrait. So you're like, yeah, they're totally setting this up for mm. a fight later. Like there's going to be a throwdown. Mm. And Astrobachi picks Chelsea for some alone time because she cried because she was bad at art. Mm-hmm. So that's the end of that. Thank God for Art Simone. I Googled her. You can hire her for events. So Chelsea and Astrobachi Mm. go to a magic sex couch and talk about science and their abs because that's all they ever talk about. Mm. And they are very cute together. I mean, I think she's a bit bland, but... I think she'll probably win. I've been reading on the Daily Mail that apparently someone photographed her messaging talking about her boyfriend, which everyone's saying must be Astro Batchy, because how else has she had time to find another boyfriend? Mm -hmm. So maybe she wins. Is she from Canberra? No, she's from Perth.
1: Okay, just because one of my friends texted me to say that she saw Batchy on a flight to Canberra the other day, so there was speculation that maybe...
0: Well, that apparently location. apparently, when they have rendezvous, they have it in like other cities. Like it's all very like, uh-huh. you know.
1: Right, so that still tells us nothing.
0: 007 and whatever. Or he could have been going to Canberra for important astrophysics work. You don't know. <laughs> they had or maybe like a, an NAB branch needed a data scientist.
1: <laughs>
0: Who knows?
1: <laughs> all right, Continue.
0: Um, so, um, she says that she can see herself falling in love with him, which is what you're required to say at this stage of the game, Mm -hmm. um, unless you're Eleanor and you're hot enough to get away with not saying that. (laughs) Um, and so she wants to become a superior woman slash, you know, reality TV, gestational carrier. Mm. She's fulfilled what she needed to say and do. He's very happy. Cut to the cocktail party. Mm -hmm. So, This is where something finally happens. Praise Oprah. (laughs) R.I.P. cheeser. I'm so upset at Mm. all of our faves being gone. Mm. There's a lot of talk about everyone getting a chance to talk to Astro Batchy tonight. Mm -hmm. And Ellie is like, I need to because Abby punched me in the face and stole my date card last time. (laughs) (laughs) And so Ellie starts organising like an order of when everyone's going to get to talk to him with her first. Mm-hmm. And all the girls agree. They're like, yes, Ellie. And Abby's like, I'm so sick of Ellie being the ringleader. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. So Abby just has no intention of doing that. And then she literally starts strategizing. She's like, okay, Matt normally walks in from over there. So I'm going to sit over, like, in that corner. Mm-hmm. So when he first walks in, he walks past me first. So then he'll probably talk to me first. She's like, yes every woman for herself i'm here for him outwit outplay outlast like she's just in it to win it mm-hmm. and so ellie meanwhile mm. is saying surely after abby hit me with her car and stole my date card last time she should let <laughs> me go first <laughs> and then astrovachy walks in and sure enough abby's smart The first person he walks past is Abby, Mm. and Abby says, hey, do you want to go for a chat? And he's like, sure. (laughs) And all the other girls are like, she would mow down everybody to get to him. (laughs) And it's like he literally walked past her first. Mm -hmm. Like, you idiots. (laughs) She's just smarter than you. (laughs) And then... Ellie, to the other girls, is so furious that Abby's gone off with him and she's like, since Abby injected me with the AIDS virus and stole my <laughs> date card, she should have respected the order I decided on. <laughs> Ellie's getting angrier and angrier. <laughs> so Ellie goes over to where Astro Batchy and Abby are having their private chat and she's like, sorry to interrupt, but Matt, I need to talk to you about something important and so Abby's like, oh, okay. And so Abby goes and then she tells Astro Batchy that um, she's like, look, I hate this. I don't want to be the one to tell you this. And like, I'm a straight shooter, but I really care about people and I really need you to know, and I hate doing this. Abby's not here for the right reasons. She's not emotionally mature enough for all of this. And he goes, do you think you are? And she's like, yes, I am. And so that's their conversation. (laughs) And then Ellie, super thrilled with herself for, like, lifting the lid on Abby just being the absolute (laughs) worst person in the world because she wants to win the competition Mm -hmm. that they're all competing in. Mm -hmm. How dare she? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And all the girls are, like, furious with Abby that she ignored the order that Ellie set. And stage five pube stealer goes over to Abby and she's like, how dare you? Why did you do that? And Abby's like, well, look, he was standing right in front of me. Like mm. he walked straight past me. So I just said, do you want to talk? Mm. And Emma goes, well, Ellie was really upset. And Abby goes, but she's literally talking to him right now. Yeah. Like she, <laughs> she was like held off by like, what, five minutes? Mm. And then Emma goes, don't you think that made a difference? Difference (laughs) and Abby goes, um, no, (laughs) it's like they're looking for reasons to hate her. And then Abby, like, she realizes that Ellie's mad, so she goes over to Ellie and she's like, I didn't mean to upset you, Mm. he was standing right in front of me. Which, fair enough, Abby did position her there so that he would be standing right in front of her, but. That's just smart, in my opinion. She goes, I didn't mean to upset you. He was standing right in front of me, so I just asked him for a chat. Mm -hmm. And Ellie's like, but I figured after last week when you took a chainsaw to my limbs and left me nothing but a bloody mess hobbling on the floor and stole my date card that you would have more respect and follow the order I set. And Abby in a talking head is like, Why would I send Matt? over to her when mm-hmm. we're in direct competition to fall in love with this man yes. because of a stupid arbitrary line yes. that she made up in an effort to look diplomatic.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Pretty sure that's what Sagand was talking about when she was like, she's just so articulate with words. <laughs> How dare she? And I'm watching this and I'm just like, F yeah, outwit, outplay, mm-hmm. outlast. Mm-hmm. Everything she does make me lo- makes me love her more. Mm-hmm. I just think she's smart and mm-hmm. playing it really well. Uh-huh. And Ellie goes to her. (laughs) I just don't want to be stomping all over people to get to Matt. I wouldn't do that. And Abby looks her dead in the eye and goes, why? And Ellie is so flabbergasted. She's like, "Uh, uh, uh." and then they cut to a talking head of Abby. And Abby's like, the only reason she's upset is because she's threatened by me and didn't get her way. And I know Ten is trying to make her look like the villain here, but it just makes me love her. (laughs) And then Chinese tourism robot, who's randomly been sitting there the whole time, (laughs) just goes, I think the point is, Abby, that Ellie sacrificed her time last time to give to you, Mm. but tonight Ellie didn't even cross your mind. And Abby goes, yeah, because I'm here for Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: She's Uh, not doing herself any (laughs) favors.
0: No. But, I mean, she's being very honest about how she's playing the game. In an
1: almost sociopathic way. Right?
0: (laughs) She is in it to win it, my friend, Sir Bachelor. And so um, Chinese tourism robot and Ellie... Both just look at her like, how dare you want to date the man we're all here trying to date and how dare you be so good at it. Yeah. And then Ellie gets up and storms off going, F- this. <laughs> She's pissed. <laughs> she thought she was being clever taking Abby down and Abby was like, ha ha, sucker, switcheroo, like, draw four, like, what are those, you know terms, like... Pick another colour. I'm winning. I don't know how to play that game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Co- competition terms. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that, really. And, I mean, I just, I think she's taking the competition too seriously. Mm. Yes. She's a little too aggressive. Yes. Mm. But I also think Ten are trying to make her the unlikable villain mm. and they're finding it easy because she's an assertive, self-assured woman Mm -hmm. who isn't afraid to be selfish and isn't afraid to say what she wants and to go and take it Mm -hmm. and i don't think there's anything wrong with that other than being presented with women like that makes people uncomfortable Mm -hmm. i really think that is true Mm -hmm. i think if this was the bachelorette and a man was saying all the kind of stuff abby says to the other uh, Other men, like, well, you know, I don't really care about you. I'm here for her. I'm here. People would say it was romantic. I think Mm -hmm. if a man was like giving up, like not caring about the other dudes because he just likes the girl so much.
1: Yeah, putting. Do you agree? The hoe before the bros. Yeah. Exactly. Like,
0: but because she does it, she's a psycho biatch.
1: Yeah, she's breaking girl code somehow. (sighs) What some walkway girl code? Yeah.
0: Anyway, so I think you know if she's not. She won't be the next bachelorette because that's already cast. But I mean, she's definitely hooking in some regional radio gig or like some kind of TV <laughs> something. Like she's <laughs> she's gonna come out of this doing well. You know what I mean? Um, <sighs> she
1: can't lose.
0: She can't lose. To mm. be honest, I like. I think she's charming and funny, and I like her. Mm-hmm. Um, little crazy, little bit psycho. Does remind me of that astronaut woman who dro- who wore a diaper and drove for twenty hours. <laughs> but I like her. <laughs>
1: That person did kill someone, didn't she?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah.
1: So hopefully a little less homicide in the future. Talk
0: about determination. (laughs) 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 That diaper, she's not stopping. (laughs) Eye on the prize. (laughs) Even if it means you have to shit yourself.
1: (gasps) No prisoners and no pee breaks.
0: Exactly. Mm. Rose ceremony. So uh, Chelsea and Eleanor already have roses, which leaves four. There's Ellie, there's mm-hmm. Abby, there's stage five pubes Stealer Emma, and there's Chinese tourism robot. Mm-hmm. Um, stage five <laughs> pubes Stealer Emma gets a rose, mm-hmm. and um, then Ellie's like, guys, before we go forward, I just want you to know that last week, Since Abby (laughs) took a severed herpes penis and rubbed it against my face, thereby giving me the herpes virus, and then stole my date card. (laughs) I don't think she's a good person. (laughs) <laughs> and then she gets a rose. <laughs> so then it's down to Abby and Chinese tourism robot.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And um Ellie thinks that maybe she's won this war, mm. but she's learned nothing from Sagand mm. because Astro Bachi really loves Abby's That's badge juice, juice perfume. Mm-hmm. And so he chooses Abby and Chinese tourism robot has to go home and all the girls are Devo and it happens again where they all hug Chinese tourism robot and Abby's just left standing there like, hey, what's up? And um, then uh, he puts Chinese tourism robot in a limo and she starts talking about how Abby is the worst. Hmm. Abby is responsible for every world war since 1697. (laughs) Abby, like, found out there was a cure for cancer and then she spat on it and flushed it down the toilet. (laughs) and then she says goodbye in chinese and then they cut away from her and then next week is basically uh the teaser was ellie uh feeling like she didn't get through to matt um and i'd give you another example but honestly i'm exhausted (laughs) so she sits him down (laughs) And tells him again that Abby is not who she says she is and that she's in it for the wrong reasons. And Abby sucks. And Abby, 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 Abby. Mm. And it looks like next week uh, there's just going to be another showdown between Abby and Ellie. Uh And that was the most boring week of Bachelor I've ever seen.
1: Well, congratulations on actually making it quite hilarious. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Anyway, so thoughts, questions, comments. (laughs) Who Um, do you think's in the lead at this point?
1: (laughs) I uh, I reckon uh, Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it is just a little bit undignified for Ellie to make a public announcement that she doesn't think Abby's a good person. I think that...
0: Totally true, because the Bachelor royalty, Sam and Maddie J because he's branding himself <laughs> Maddie J don't forget, it's Maddie Jay. Mm. Um, they both said that the reason they liked the girls they picked are because those girls stayed a million miles away from all the drama, yeah. weren't involved in any of the bitching. Like, how can you not realise? And this is another thing that gets me about all these girls is that when Abby's with him, like... It's never like she's just always like with him, you know what I mean? It's yeah. they're the ones also fixated on her.
1: Yeah,
0: it's bizarre. Yeah, it it's is. Like, really bizarre.
1: Yeah, um,
0: although she did tell him that um, Jessica Rabbit called him a dog C word, but then I feel like that was a fair one. Yeah, Don't you? wouldn't you want to know if someone called you a dog C word? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I well, can't it, did mess, it but, did mess him up. It did mess him up emotionally
0: for I'm, seven straight days.
1: <laughs> might have reacted in a similar way. I don't know. Um, hopefully, one day I'll have the chance to
0: experience
1: what it's like.
0: Well, look, I think the top three is going to be Abby, Chelsea, and Eleanor. That's where I'm sitting right now. Abby, Chelsea, Eleanor, and then uh-huh. I think I think Abby will go third, and it'll come down to Chelsea and Eleanor because that's the hardest one to pick between. That will be the most suspenseful ending. Because if Abby was in the end, you would know she's not going to win. So it wouldn't be exciting, I don't think.
1: Yeah. Um, There's, I guess, a good storyline there of Chelsea not being willing to open up and being scared to be vulnerable, but then Mm. finally love wins in the end.
0: That's true. Maybe
1: there's a bit of a, a positive narrative there. Who's the other one?
0: Um, Subtly bitchy Eleanor, who slides out from behind the pot plant whenever people are bitching about people, mm. who's super hot, so he didn't care that she couldn't answer basic questions about her life. He just said, let's take a bath. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, okay, so she could win too.
0: She could. I think yep. she could win. I think it's down to her or Chelsea, TBH, mm-hmm. at this point, point. and I think Stage 5 pube still has been cheesed, mm. but they've got to keep Someone around to fill out the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got Ellie, who I think is going because she's got caught up in the drama. And then Abby, Chelsea, and what's her name? Mm-hmm. Other one, um, Eleanor.
1: Oh, look. Thrilling. I'll be on the edge of my seat all week. <laughs>
0: Don't we sound thrilled? <laughs> okay. Look at this stage. I feel like it's probably important to point out that when The Bachelor's over, mm. Just the gist will start doing just the gist of any and all other things. Yeah. And so we would really like if you start commenting and writing in what you would like me to give just the gist of to Jacob. Yes, please. So like anything really, moments (laughs) in history. Want me to give just the gist of like the Titanic sinking? Mm. I could go on Wikipedia and check that out. (laughs) Want me to give just the gist of your favorite movie? I could read the synopsis. Anything you want.
1: Literally, I know very little about... Yeah. ...a lot, so...
0: Exactly. Could I could explain anything. things. Mm-hmm. I could explain lots of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you there's anything you want to hear me do, um, say that, um, because Batch is nearly over. <laughs> and don't we sound Debo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's hard to okay, believe Jacob. life will go
1: on, but it will, and when it does, we'll make lemonade from lemons,
0: And I just want to say that Ellie wants you to know that last week, Abby... No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 okay, goodbye, goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Uh, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Listener.